everybody. Welcome to episode 168 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I am another host, Paul Robinson. God, excited to be here today. Your voice is so loud. Is it? I'm excited. That's how excited I am. I know, but can you be like a little less excited for the sake of my eardrums? Just bring that down. Oops. How are you today? Yeah. Yeah. We had some guests over this weekend. That was fun. Yeah. Now I'm pooped. Yeah. So we're here. We're going to talk about some stuff we saw which was exciting. Um, we did another venture out to the movie theater, mm-hmm. um, which is going to be, you know, I, I don't know. I got like a couple more trips maybe, and then I'm just hoping that we can, can we just call it quits now and just watch everything at home? I just don't get as much out of the theater as I used to. I, I don't Not know. At all. It's weird. Like I, I, I didn't even really feel like I particularly got anything out of seeing this in the theater the way I used to be like, oh, I got to see it in the theater. I was like... I would have been just as I would have felt the same about this if I saw it at home. Yeah, I, I, I will say <laughs> a, really film, a film a so like much. this though, I do appreciate the theaters. That said, and I know I know I say this jokingly, but genuinely, if we had like a, a little nicer TV that was just a smidge bigger, <laughs> no, genuinely, like I would never need oh, yes, to go no, to. Of course, the, genuinely, yeah, genuinely, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never need to go to the theater ever again. That's what you're saying. Know. You're saying if your TV was a smidge bigger, then you would never have well, to go to the and theater. Well, and 4K. Again. Right. Yeah. You don't need reclining seats, though. No, our couch is not comfy. Oh, if you say so. Yeah. You want a new TV, I'd rather have a new couch, quite honestly. Yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, last week I wanted to kind of uh, talk about uh, uh, the TikTok. Yeah. Okay. You neither tick nor talk. Nope. But, I don't um, do either. I, uh, I, I'm, I, I fell victim of the ticks and the talks. Yep. And I enjoy them, most yeah. of them, mm-hmm. not all of them. Um, well, it's like anything, you know, once you allow everybody to do it, they'll ruin it. Yeah, there's there's a lot of people that really think that they're funnier than they actually are. Um, Guilty. And, and uh, there's also no shortage of uh, people filming themselves crying, which... I don't get it. I do not get it. I genuinely want I mean, to slap I get the it, shit out of every person that does that. I, have I know why they do it, but I just, I don't get why they no need to do it. I have no compassion for yeah. someone who's doing that, like none whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but in in the journey of, of the ticking and the talking, I've mm-hmm. found a couple people that I follow that I, I really like. And um, I don't want to spoil it, but we do have two people that, that I really enjoy that are that are scheduled to come on in the fall. Do Do, um, do they cry? No. No, they're not criers. No. Okay, that's good. Um, but what sort of um, prompted me to reach out to them and, and see if they wanted to be on the show was the fact that I I was able to acknowledge the uh, production value in a lot of their work. Mm-hmm. Your chair is crickety, huh? Yeah, I know. It's Do you annoying. need a new chair? <laughs> I'm going to have to swap it out after this. Um, and... Uh, I was just like, man, this, there's so like when you think about the fact that a lot of these people are releasing at least a video weekly, at least yeah. a lot of them are doing sometimes even more than that. And um, one of the people that uh, that I follow that I really enjoy, she, uh, you know, she'll have costumes. Yeah, so, there's a, you know, yeah, there's a like... look. I mean, we said it before, you know, the uh, it, it's the same argument that they had with YouTube where it's just like, oh, these what do these people just put up a video of them doing something stupid and they get millions of viewers and they make all this money and it's like, well, I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into that. That's why we don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's, I mean, we're storytellers, so we would love to, my God, if we could film something every week and put it up, yeah. that would be so fun. But it's like, we literally don't have 
the time that it takes to dedicate to that, you know, and uh, so there's a lot of time that point is, is there's a lot of time and dedication that goes into that. Um, and I feel like people need to respect that. Yeah. It, so I don't, I don't, I, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm just going to, to give the shout out and hopefully nothing happens and she's still able to be on the show and she doesn't contact me and go, eh, I can't do it. Um, but one of the people that I, I really first got hooked on in terms of following their work was Kara Morgan. Um, she does this really funny, uh, bit where she plays um, several of her own uh, insecurities and personalities and then facets of one's um, ego. And so there's a there's there it's literally a different character for every single one. The, mm-hmm. the, the part of you that's egotistical, the part of you that's shy, the part of you that's yeah. anxious. And uh, she'll have costumes for all of them. And uh, when she when she does uh, when she does come on the show, I you know, I'm curious as to what that uh, what that does financially to you, and uh, you know, the, I think investing that, into the costumes, yeah, because yeah. she even has a skit about how she's trying to write off costumes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then like the tax prepper side of hers, like, nope, that you wore that once, that's not for like, yeah. work. Um, they, you know, I can, I, I would imagine that 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 adds up. But I've heard people saying filmmaker types, if you will, that have just sort of lambasted uh tiktok stars i guess Mm -hmm. um and when somebody's famous on tiktok for like the most mundane stupid shit like i understand it i understand the 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 you know just the disinterest in that yeah but i mean i don't understand how you can't see the amount like just the effort that goes into that and and the creativity well that's the thing i I was gonna say is i mean you look at like um trey kennedy his older stuff and like julie nolke and 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 those types where you have this thing where where she's she's specifically playing like three four or five characters sometimes and you know you can't just pick up a camera one day and do that there's a lot of planning involved Mm -hmm. you're reacting to yourself and so you do one side break it down change characters then you get into the other character and you have to time out all of this stuff remember you know have it all written down as to who's saying what when and then edit it all to i mean that's a lot of there's a that's a that's a skill set you know that's not just someone in their parents basement you know with an iphone being silly you know um which i appreciate some of those videos for sure but this this is like a whole other level of of content you know and storytelling because it's not just uh acting silly with pointing a camera at yourself you know there's there's character development and and stuff going on and writing and um and and as you as filmmakers know you know there's a there's a story element to it and how it plays out and the pacing of it all um and that to me is like the biggest like thing when you can tell that someone knows what they're doing is that pacing not only just in the editing but in the performances because you have to know what you said in this moment or what you're going to say in this Mm -hmm. moment and then react accordingly in there is are you going to take a long pause to let that let that moment play out and let that beat play out for comedy or are you going to jump on it or are you going to have it more of a fast-paced thing so some of that's accomplished in editing some of that's accomplished through performance so um i think there's a a skill set into knowing when to do that and she does it so brilliantly yeah she she really does and and i just i mean i i'm really excited to have i know she does i said that (laughs) I'm excited to have her on the show because yeah, I'm, I'm just so, so curious about the, her, the process um, and her um, her anxiety characters. 
just yeah. literally my favorite. She just has this, just this like, just this register to her voice and this, just the right amount of wine to it. And it, it is just, if, if yeah. anxiety was personified, it would be that character. Perfect. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> like, I can't. It's like, like we literally quote it in our day to day as if it, we would do any, any film. Um, so yeah, if you're listening, we love you. Come on. She Well, hopefully yes. Yeah. Or um, don't back out. Yeah. So I, I think, uh, I'm curious what you guys think. Like, do, do you, do you, appreciate the ticks and the talks yeah not only just that but i feel like i mean i feel like she could transition over to youtube and do this and still be successful yeah you know it's just the, the you know tiktok is just the medium like youtube or instagram stories or whatever you know i mm-hmm. mean that's it's just you know um where your audience is you know but she I, I feel like someone like her could bring their audience anywhere you know she's at that kind of like level yeah um yeah um so good nice one god every week i put up with this with me planning everything yeah Yeah. what a what a horrible existence you live (laughs) um so we uh we watched a a comedy show we did and um i was a i was a little bit on the fence because i i have this weird aversion to animations Mm -hmm. it takes a certain kind of animation it has to be really spectacular for me you're talking hand-drawn just any animation like any kind of love you some pixar yeah that's different though that that's that i don't consider that an animation as weird as that sounds to me that's you know that that's that's just on a cinematic level and like when i think of like just cartoons and you know it's like oh it's just a cartoon like you know it's it's 2d yeah you know like that pixar is just Mm three-dimensional uh animation and that that adds so much to it and you know then you have like soundtracks and you know the this awesome lighting and stuff so it it's a whole other level i don't consider that just like an animation um but you know uh we were just talking to um kat and basam about it today how i i i could never get into rick and morty everyone just yeah loves that show and i i tried to watch like a couple episodes and i was like i don't get it i don't know but like gravity falls went straight through that yeah in, in a show. short amount of time uh bob's burgers is one of my absolute favorites like it yeah but so many show. animations like when they animate something i'm like oh i feel like i'm not gonna want to sit through this so the fact that this was animated was a little bit of uh of a, a downer for me really i was excited for it yeah you like well you animate stuff yeah you know, so that's different for well just you, the concept of it for me you know? like for me it was like the, yeah. i know it's gonna i know that the show's gonna be good because it's tig but yeah. i just don't know how the animation yeah. is gonna kind of work with that for me or hold my attention and i i honestly didn't even like notice it so yeah i saw a trailer for it actually um when it was a comedy special so i i wanted to see the trailer for it and i um i i was I just, I, I don't know. I was very excited for it because I knew like the style of the animation and the style of her comedic timing was just going to be so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was very excited for it. And so what did you think of it? Well, I mean, it's Tig, you know. Yeah, it is like Tig. Anything, anything she does Tig is Tig Tignataro. Really? What? Not her name? If somebody doesn't Nataro. know. What? <laughs> Tignataro. Okay, but if someone doesn't know who she is, why would you say her name wrong? That's because I'm just being a dumbass. Um, yeah, I mean, she, she's, I don't know. She, she's an acquired taste. I feel like uh, you either love her or you hate her. 
Like I've so? never had anybody. There's be people like, out there that hate her. Oh, she's okay. It's like either people love her or they're like, I don't find her funny at all. And I'm not counting like insecure men that love to say that as soon as a woman <laughs> is, says anything, yeah. says anything remotely funny right away. It's like, oh, I don't find her funny in the least bit. Okay. I genuinely think she's one of the best comedians. Yeah. Like ever. Um, she's just so brilliant. And um, I think she's like one of those people, like, I feel like she's just one of those people that, one of those comedians, and there's a few, a couple of them, but she's just one of them where it's like her onstage persona and her real life persona could be the same exact thing and it would still be funny. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can see when people are being very performative when they're doing their stand up, but for her, it's just, I feel like she's, you're just, the thing about her that I love is that it just feels like you're hanging out with her and she's just telling you funny shit funny stories or whatever you know it's not like she's going through this bit you know you i when i when i watch her i don't ever feel like this is part of a bit you know that she's setting something up that never really happened sort of thing you know which is i I don't know her life so i don't i can't say but i don't ever feel that way like these things are are just um funny bits that she sat down and and made up which they all very well could be but the point is is that the the delivery of it and the way that she performs it all is such that it's just kind of very organic and natural and genuinely funny. Yeah. 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 It, the, it's, I don't know how to explain her type of comedy. I don't really know of anyone else with the exception of maybe like Mike Birbiglia that has a similar, Yeah, they, they have a, genius a, one. a similar style, um, which is, is not very common. Like, you, you know, a, a lot of comedians are... Um, the stories are, are very out there. Yeah. Um, but Mike Birbiglia and Tig Notaro have this very organic way of telling yeah. a story that just it's happens very, to be yeah. on stage in front of an audience. Yeah. It's just this delivery of them just like, this is what happened. Yeah. It's, it's the thing about their sets is that they don't feel scripted, if that right. sounds... If that makes any sense, I mean, it's obviously scripted. You know, right, you have to, you have to, at the very least, have an outline and you know have some kind of organization. It's, it's a live show, and I get all that. But with a lot of uh, comedians and a lot of the um, traditional style is to just kind of have like joke after joke, like punchline, and then you can like see a punchline with their stories. I have no fucking idea where a story is going, like ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where with some comedians, it's like once they're like, so I was at my mother-in-law's house and you're like, okay, so this is going to be about like how their mother-in-law's yeah, a bitch. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that they're not funny. Right. You know? Right. Uh, it, uh, it's just a more traditional Sebastian delivery. Sebastian Maniscalco is like totally like, we know where this is going, yeah. but it still cracks me up. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that it's not funny. It is. It's just there. I think for people that may not like them, that may be what it is about it, that it, it feels too natural or mm-hmm. too casual. If that's mm-hmm. what I mean to say, that, that the stories feel too casual. But that's what I love about it because you can kind of see it happening to yourself. You're like, God, that's something that yeah. I could see happening. And um, they sometimes, oftentimes the funniest parts of the story are not actually the funniest parts of the story. Yeah. It's just like the way they'll deliver the line mm-hmm. or just the the, uh, the the amount of time in that beat before the audience yeah. sort of picked up on the yeah. joke or something yeah and there's this it's awkward all those subtleties in it that that are very natural to them and they know when to pause and 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 i think the interaction with the audience not in terms of like actually interacting with them but you know those the good comedians when they know like 
they they know they need to pause because they, the audience has to catch up and then the audience laughs and then they know when to jump into the, you know there's just all this timing that they play with the audience um i i, I don't know it's all it all just works <laughs> works really well mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i for instance there's there's one part of the uh, of the act where a uh, completely unscripted moment obviously there's a spider catapulting itself towards her on stage and she just finds a way to incorporate yeah this into her story now and and, and makes it part of the show but the the thing about that is that so and there's another part with this woman's laugh that she does, does <laughs> that too yeah <laughs> and uh but the thing of the, the way that she tells it it's like she slips into those and it doesn't even like a lot of times when somebody's interacting with the audience, you could tell they kind of broke out of the thing and now they're interacting. Mm-hmm. But the way that they perform this whole thing, it's like it's as if it was part of it. You know, there's yes. no kind of momentum shift or any of that stuff. It's just how they're delivering everything. Oh, well, and then also the, there's the animation of, you know, they create the character now yeah. of this woman laughing, yeah. and of people not getting a joke. Yeah. And, um, the and, animation and, was actually really complimentary. I didn't expect yeah, that. It was really good. And, and I love how it shifted styles. Each kind mm-hmm. of like segment, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, like shifted these animation styles. That was really interesting how they how they did that. Um, and they're, they're all done beautifully, obviously, because it's, you know, it's HBO and, and they had, had a budget to pay. You know, there was one version where it was like 3D animation and it, was, it looked really nice because I was judging it. <laughs> Um, so the, it, we obviously liked it. If you are a fan of Tignataro and you didn't know that this was out there, I, I would definitely give it a watch. It's mm-hmm. so good. And her stand-up is always so good. And I always look forward to it. I mean, we, we have like audio, you know, we've bought the albums, if you will, of, of her stand-up mm-hmm. because you don't need, I mean, you know that it's funnier when you have video, but it just the way that she tells stories, you actually yeah. don't even need to see what's going on you could just listen to it and and it, it that's not something that a lot of com- comedians can do because if you're a very physical comedian then you lose a lot of that yeah um when you don't have she's an a top three comedian for me I yeah think. she's yeah she's up there with berbiglia for me um, for me it's berbiglia not in this order but it's berbiglia tig and bo burnham those are my three yeah an old school dane cook I like that a lot. Well, you get you get jumped for that nowadays. I know, I know. People fucking hate that guy, but I don't get his, it. It's like his yeah, early shit, shit was funny. Like, I don't, get, I don't well, care. After like, his first two, I, I didn't find him. Yeah, I didn't really. Fun. I, I, like once he got mainstream, like once he got like mainstream, that, that, started remember, acting. There was that was CD over. that you had, right? It was like retaliation, retaliation, or something like that. Annihilation. <laughs> there was like two of them. Yeah, the fir- um, the first two were the funniest. Th- those were funny, and then after that, I just kind of fell off. But you know. um yeah, I don't know why he gets so much hate. He's just like, it's not like he's an asshole. I don't, you know, maybe he is. I don't know him, but it doesn't, you know, he hasn't been, he hasn't, I don't know. It's just like, there's just this huge, like, he got this huge, like, pile of fucking anger that came at him for, like, apparently no reason. You know, if you don't find somebody funny, then, I don't know, just move on with your life. But everyone felt like, they felt like to go on attack mode with this guy. And mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't, I didn't really understand it. If there was something that happened that I missed. And then his brother fucking screwed him over. Yeah. Which was crazy. But anyway, it's not about him. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, if I... God, I can't really do top... <laughs> I can't really do top three, honestly. I have a lot. But, um, I mean, it's Tig, Berbiglia, Gervais. Like, I will Gervais, always watch oh, Ricky yeah, Gervais. Yeah, a good one. Um, Dave Chappelle. I'll always watch Chappelle's Dave Chappelle. Chappelle's another good one, yeah. Um, Maniscalco. Yeah. Um, 
Sarah Milliken, who uh, a lot of people don't know here in the States, she's British and she always fucking cracks me up. Yeah. She's really good. Joe Lysette. I don't know. I haven't seen him in Alice a while. Alice Wetterland. I like her. She's yeah. Funny. Yeah. She's good. Um, it, controversial. Oh, uh, 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 I'm blanking on her name, but she was, she was, I, I hate to affiliate a woman with a man as if it's any value, but she was dating Chris, um, uh, Captain America. Oh, um, you know, uh, from Big Mouth. Yeah. Yeah, why do I... She had that special, and I thought it was really funny. she was really funny, too. Fuck, I forgot her name. Um, I know it's unpopular opinion for some, but uh, I I do like Bill Burr. Like, he, you know, he sometimes goes, like, a little too far for me with stuff, but um, I do do find him funny. um, And, like... George Carlin, like George Carlin. Oh my God. I, I watched so much George, George Carlin, Carlin gro- yeah. growing up. I, it's so crazy God, I how how <laughs> everything he said is relevant now. Still, it's insane. <laughs> it's more so relevant now than was it's when he absolutely even said insane. it. Yeah, because he's literally part comedian, part like historian. Yeah, I yeah. mean he's he's in, he's one of the best. Yeah, for sure. Political activist. Yeah, yeah he's he's just all over the place, and and uh, the accuracy is so unfortunate at this yeah. at the moment. Um, Speaking of nothing changed. Yeah, whatever. Well, whatever. Yeah. Either tell that. Uh, so yes, go watch Tignataro's special. Yeah. Um, and uh, also so that uh, so Tignataro was a writer, obviously, because um, it's her comedy show. And uh, the uh, director was oh geez, who was the director? Um, uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Oh man, I'm uh, trying the, to look it up because the director of the, I yeah. don't want to. Like, I always wonder what they did, and I'm, I don't say this in a in a pejorative way like that what do you actually do <laughs> but what that's oh, the first time you've ever used that word <laughs> yeah. in my presence oh sorry um yeah i don't mean it in like a negative way i just i'm just i'm genuinely curious what a director of a comedy show yeah, does I don't um know. i get you know i, I get I, mean, the, I get the live i get the, feed. Of the animation, yeah i get the li- well i get the live feed aspect of it cut the camera this cut the camera that mm. um but i don't know if there's more to it than that which i mean look that that in and of itself is a job i could never do um uh, it's very complicated and and uh i i would probably have a panic attack during it but um yeah i'm just always curious to kind of be interested to see how, how that how that kind of works because i know there's been like film directors that have directed comedy specials mm-hmm. you know and i'm uh i'm always curious as to how that works and and what the ends i'd love to be a fly on the wall for for that if it's like crazy or whatever because like you i would imagine you have to watch all of the monitors and then kind of know where the show's going and know what is saying and then if there's somebody in the audience that's laughing particularly loud or whatever because you can always do that in post then too right you can always go back and watch all the camera angles and and recut it i guess i don't know see that's what i don't know I don't know. Um, Greg Franklin. Also, okay. I just want to say that was who directed it. I don't know. But why don't you reach out to him so he can come on the show and explain to you what he did as a director? That would be interesting. Yeah. I will do that. Like, thanks for coming on. Uh, what do you do? What exactly is it that you do? What would you say you, you do, do here? <laughs> um. Okay. So we're just going to get, we're just going to, just going to pop right into your yeah you know, buddy. pop right into to the reason why we're recording really yeah let's just be honest with ourselves <laughs> for you for yeah. your sake yeah um so we almost missed we almost missed to this movie <laughs> yeah um we were pretty late to uh to the show um oh also before we get into that we were on mograph yeah MoGraph. um so com. so check that linked, out i'll have a link to that yeah, we're gonna have a link to that. Um, check that. That was really fun. It was like awesome to talk to them. It, time was just like flying by. Oh my god! It was like 
I felt like we, we all were lost only track of time. We had like a hard out to make it to the film, and then um, before we knew it, we had like ten minutes left, and uh, the end of the show kind of got a little crazy. Um, I felt bad because I could have yeah. talked to them for way longer. Oh my god! And we will. We'll be back on. I'm sure. I don't know. It's taken us a long time to get on there, sir. Well, we never really they asked. They've been like, you know what? Uh, you didn't have enough time for us, so you're not going to come back on the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Priorities. Okay. We'll make sure that we have enough time. Any hoosers. So, God. So we were like uh, a good 20 minutes late to this film. Yeah. And we still had a trailer to sit through. So <laughs> there you go. That's how long trailers are. I feel like the bigger budget, the more trailers. Um so now we saw. I wanna, like I'm, I am curious what trailers I missed. Like, is there something yeah. new coming out now? I don't. No, well, it'll be online anyway. Um, so we saw Shang Chi, mm-hmm. Marvel's film. Um, Director. Directed by. Destin Daniel Creighton. 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 Yeah. You have all the stats of people. Dave I don't. Callahan. I don't do that. Callahan. Sorry. Yeah. Who wrote it? And then also Destin did the screenplay. There's a bunch of people that always just I, I yeah more of a movie like a and million this, writers yeah like uh, I, I'm not going through the whole list but yeah. yeah that was that's my bit you go um so um I was very excited about this film because uh, well just a little history on me I'm a huge martial arts fan I love martial arts movies Jackie Chan is one of my heroes um and I don't mean that from a personal standpoint because I don't know him and I know he's had kind of a shady past a little bit or maybe a lot bit I don't even know. Um, but growing up, um, and by growing up, I mean in my early twenties, I, uh, you know, I was, I, I looked up to him and it was a huge inspiration for me in terms of like getting into all this entertainment stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I wanted to be Jackie Chan. So I made a bunch, bunch of Kung Fu movies with my friends, really, really bad ones. Would you say you're a Chan fan? I was a Chan fan. I was a Jackie fan. And, um, I, so he's a huge inspiration for me. So that led into my love for martial arts films. And then when Iron Fist was announced, I was very excited about that. I wanted to see that. I was hoping it was really good. I was very disappointed in that because I love me a good fight scene. A good martial Wait, arts fight what? scene. You were disappointed in what? Iron Fist. I'm oh, Iron yeah. Fist. Yeah. Okay. I, I, said, I thought you said Shang-Chi. I was just um, like, what? Daredevil still had the some of the best Iron fight Fist scenes. Iron Fist was absolute garbage. Yeah, it was horrible. So this film... But apparently... Mm-hmm. Um, because the lead didn't want to have to bother with choreography. Yeah, that, and they didn't give him enough time to even do that. So it was like, how whatever. is that an option though? Like, how are you doing a martial arts a show that has martial arts in it, and you're like, yeah. no, not doing that? It's right. like, well, this is what it's about. Right. So uh, that's that's. And you're a character that doesn't have a mask because if you have a mask, you can do whatever. You know, right. you just have your stunt you person do it. Throw anybody but, in there, but um, yeah, it was. Ugh. Anyway, I mean, Colleen Wing was the only thing that I, I don't even want to say saved it because it, there was no saving that film. But she was show? she's great in everything. Um. I'm a huge fan of her. She does mar- She does this stunt work, and she's a good actor, but whatever. So I was really disappointed. <laughs> I was really excited for that. And then so when I saw this film, I was like, please, can we just get a really cool martial arts superhero film? That's mm-hmm. all I want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel like this film just completely delivered on that. Okay. 100%. <laughs> we have not spoken a word not a word to each other to each other and about i'm gonna this, say so i'm hearing so here's his feelings for the first time this, uh, <sighs> this film i, I don't I, I can't say for sure yet i have to watch it a couple more times but it might be my favorite marvel film oh my goodness ever huh. i absolutely <laughs> loved this film so much have you just I been just, holding this in since You have no yesterday? idea. Like, I was talking. We we had our friend over. I was walking with Bassam. We were walking the dogs, and we were talking about it. And I, I was letting loose on him because I didn't want to tell you. But I just I just absolutely loved 
this film so much. There's a there's even a, a quick homage to J- uh, Jackie Chan, uh, um, Rumble in the Bronx. I think it's Rumble in the Bronx when he fights with his jacket that they do on the bus. Caught that. Um, you're not you're not getting that buy on yeah, me. Yeah, I yeah. got it because I, I saw it. I was like, oh my god, that's so much. And then later on, I was like, oh yeah. And I saw other people talking about it too, but. The perf- the performances were great. There's the, it gets to the end and there's this. Right, let me let me let me slow down because I'm so You're excited. So excited. This is adorbs. Yeah, um, I'm definitely buying this film and watching it like a million times. The everything in this film was so perfect. Mm-hmm. The fight scenes were beautifully choreographed. The action, the it was just like exhilarating. It was everything I ever wanted in in this type of film. Um, it's probably going to be my favorite film of the year. It was just, it delivered on all levels. You had Michelle Yeoh, who I love. Danny Luang, Luang I, I'm not even going to try to say oh, his name properly. Okay, He's so a huge star in Asia, and he just absolutely delivered as the, the as his father. Simo, I don't know how to say his name, the main actor. Brilliant. You know, he played the character so well. Um, okay, so the, um, okay. I mean, Simu- Michelle Yeoh's from the from the Jackie Chan days. So she did a Simu- lot of fil- Simu- Ch- Jackie's films. Yeah. Uh, Aquafina. Right. Tony Chu Wai Lung. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Uh, I want to say Meng Er Zhang, mm-hmm. Fala Chen, Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh. She's she's great. Uh, she was in Super Cop. Wa Yun, Florian Munsenau. Mun- that one I don't know, but everybody's so good. Um, Muntianu. Somebody help me. Is that Muntianu? Florian Muntianu. He's you. the big guy. Yeah. Who I thought Nobody's was... Nobody's going to answer you. Yes, well, they can comment later. <laughs> the, Ew, I, For David. a while, I thought he was uh, he was somebody else, but he wasn't the person I thought he was. Um, but yeah, I mean, every every moment of this... And, and I didn't really know what to expect of Aquafina because I don't... I haven't been really exposed to her a lot, you know? And um, I thought she was fine in it. You know, she didn't, like, ruin the movie or make the movie or anything. I thought she'd serve... She did well as the, as the funny sidekick, you know? Um... And she played her, like, she played those moments where she had to be serious good enough, you know? She did mm-hmm. well in those moments or whatever. Um, so that was, for me anyway, you know? Um, but it would have, the way this movie was going, she would have had to do something pretty egregious to ruin the movie <laughs> because it was so well done. The ending of the the whole third act was just beautiful, in my opinion. Like, just the visual effects with uh, uh, the work was just, there was one that I had a little bit of a gripe with. Okay. Um, which I'll get into, but yeah. Was it the main monster? Because I thought that was pretty good. No, that was f- brilliant. There was a moment when the f- and we're going to spoil this, just so you know. We Clearly. always do, but we're going to spoil it. There's a moment when the father punches the son, and he goes flying into the water, and the water sprays. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The scale on that for me was a little off. Mm-hmm. The water wouldn't have sprayed. The water, the size of the water ripples were too big, mm-hmm. and it made the it made the water feel big and him feel small. Mm-hmm. As if it just made it just I don't know from a three it's just the whole thing when you watch something mm-hmm. as a, you know so I just feel like when they they probably just made the 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 scale of the water too big so that kind of threw me a little bit it like really stuck out I was like what the what was that <laughs> um, literally like half of a second um, was and that was literally the only issue I had with the film was like a water render and so I don't know man I just I cannot wait to watch it again. I loved it. I don't know, man. He says to me. <laughs> um, 
the journey the journey of it i mean look it's a it's a film i i could have it's a marvel film. it could it could have been three hours we needed more time we needed more story that's just the nature of a film with a story like this you know i'm excited like it lasted too long there was no like man i was i thought thought it, thought it was too quick i was like i need more i need more there's um uh, my 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 gripe with the story beat story was that there's a moment when the fa- they go with the father and then they leave to go warn the mm-hmm. the you know her his Extended aunt family. yeah um and they just like I, I didn't get the whole like they have to drive like they didn't have cars back in the day so how did they navigate this back in the day because they weren't running that fast so i didn't really get it like got horses maybe or something i don't know um it just was weird when they're like captured by them they're like we'll sneak out and go warn them and then they come a couple days later mm-hmm. i don't know ben kingsley was <laughs> yeah he ridiculous was... and awesome he was he, yeah uh, he brought his character back from iron man 2 i think it was um which was pretty brilliant um but yeah, I mean, this—the whole thing was—it was just so beautifully done. Costuming, the the aesthetic of everything, especially when they go to the extended families, like world or whatever, mm-hmm. really beautiful and and very dark, like this very like the final the whole final battle had this really really nice dark moody contrasty look to it, which I really loved. The all the the just the I'm so in love with the style of. You know, one of the things that draws me to, like, martial arts films is just the style of, of the movement of the people and how you can make a small movement look powerful. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. all of those little moments in there where somebody just jumping off something and punching somebody else, but they just do it in this really beautiful way, but it still is powerful. And how they balanced the whole um, uh, uh, fighting styles. You know, you had the, 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 the mothers whose style was very light and airy and then the father style was very powerful and aggressive, and how you had those two styles fighting, uh, it was so good. It was so real. It was so beautifully done. Um, but it, it it just married the beauty of the art form with the aggression that we like to see that gets us fired up to watch something like that. So good, you know. And just it's just the little action beats when he's like scaling down the thing to go save Aquafina's character, and he's and it just. Ugh. I don't know. That was very rush hour to me. Am I the only yeah. one who picked up on that? Yeah, hundred percent. Well, that's a very common thing in yeah in those, in those movies. types of movies. You know, but they, I felt like that so was I'm like a Jackie they, Chan like yeah, shout out. Yeah, they yeah he's done that in quite a few movies. But um, uh, Police Stories movies too. He's done. A, I was like, I don't know if I'm because because it's done so often. I don't know if I'm reading into it too much. But I don't know no. why when I see that I always think of Jackie Chan because he's always like scaling shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, but um, I had saw an interview with him saying that he had no martial arts training. Prior to this, who Simo? Okay, Lou. Was it Lou? I think so. Um, Leo. Leo. Lou. Um, and uh, I, if that's the case, then Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I don't. Because he, he might be in the wrong business. I, in terms of like, even just watching the trailer, I, I was like, I'm so. I, watching the trailer, I literally was like, I'm so glad they got someone that knows how to fight to be in this film, <laughs> because it's just like Jesus Christ. I mean, he had to have. Like, I don't know if he was just joking or or I misheard or misunderstood because he is. He looks like he's been doing he, this. Like, if he didn't, then he's yeah. like some kind of martial arts savant. Or they just did a really good CG job with his head on someone very, else's very body. Very good CG job. <laughs> you know, the best that's ever been yeah. done. Quite honestly, it was just and 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 the action beats too. I mean, there's some pretty. <laughs> and, 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 and 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 there's some cr- cr- pretty crazy things where. 
I feel like shouldn't work. Like there's a moment where he's running on top of the bus forward as the bus is going forward and slides. And it's like physics doesn't really work that way. But it doesn't look out of place. Like I mean, it doesn't look yeah, like it's a, it's a it's a comic book. No, I know, but 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 a lot of times in films like this, when they're doing something fantastical, they you can see that the physics aren't working. You know, there's this moment I never saw Gemini Man, but I saw a clip of where like everything that happens in Avengers, yeah, pretty much. But it but I don't know. It all worked so well. I don't know. It was just it was just brilliant. The third act was just stunning. The the. The end of the first act, beginning of the second act is when a lot of the fighting is happening, and it's we definitely so have, good. Um, anyway, so I'll shut up now and let you let you talk. I mean, I don't because I don't you're have... like, oh, it wasn't horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, see, here's the thing: I don't look forward. Uh, I'll just get into it again. If if you're start, I know everybody starts a podcast like out of order. So if this is, I tend to repeat myself just in case. But I don't. I'm not really a Marvel fan. I don't really care for comic book movies very often because uh, I'm more of a DC fan and they always fuck those up. So I've just given up. But what I don't like about Marvel movies is is just the fantastical side of it. it. Like just people flying through the air constantly. It's like, okay, all right. Yeah, you know, they punch really hard and they fly through the air. I got you. There's always some kind of fucking alien. Somebody's an alien and they yeah. come from another place and they've been tragically ripped from their parents arms who sacrifice themselves so their child can go it's just like the same thing over and over mm-hmm. again and so i'm like eh. um so i was slightly looking forward to this more than usual because it, he he's not that type of character um and this i realize they're all connected i'm aware but mm-hmm. um this is less this is more um black widow-ish you know yeah. where it's not as fantastical or something yeah yeah. it's not as fantastical and and mythical and there's no like alien mystery to their existence you know Mm -hmm. and so i was like okay and and i love i love martial arts like i grew up watching a lot of old kung fu movies and um i had put a post up uh when sunny chiba died that was like that really sucked because i actually i i started Everybody, you know, watches Bruce Lee movies, obviously, if they watch Kung Fu movies. So I, I watched a lot of Bruce Lee movies, but I watched a lot of movies with Sonny Chiba. And, mm-hmm. um, and Kill I remember, Bill's one of your faves. Yeah, Kill Bill's one of my faves. I remember when we were watching that, you were surprised. Um, when we first started dating and we were talking about it, you were like, you know who Sonny Chiba is? And I was like, <laughs> of course I do. Yeah. Um, so I always think of Sonny Chiba when I think of martial arts. And so I was excited for that. And I was also kind of thinking, like, please let this choreography be good because that's always where it yeah falls flat it's just choreography is like meh it's what made daredevil so great the choreography was stunning in that show and i'm so sad that it's gone because i loved it mm-hmm. and um those fight scenes are crazy and so i was a little bit like i was getting worried because i didn't like the very very beginning i found the dialogue like the the di- dynamic between them seemed so scripted it was really like Mm-hmm. saccharin and like i don't know aquafina i've never seen aquafina not play aquafina so it's like i know i'm what i'm gonna get from her and i've yeah. not seen all her stuff but everything i have seen her in she plays the same person mm-hmm. and i realize her voice is distinctive and there's nothing she can do about that but i've not seen a lot of range from her mm-hmm. and I, I i feel like she's incredibly typecast because yeah. she got famous playing uh nora from queens or whatever and yeah. so that's just what people want from her right. and so that's what she gives them. I mean, girls got to eat, but sure. I was just kind of like, eh, I don't know. Um, but 
I felt like they worked well together. I was yeah, good chemistry. I, I with thought them. she was going to be too much because she can be too much. She's so loud sometimes, yeah. and it's just like I was like, oh god, is she going to be grating? But she wasn't. Yeah, they they did a Such good a, job like, at like picking nice places way of for her, saying to... horrible things about somebody. But yeah. it, it's just she she is sometimes too much for me, and so I I appreciated that she had like she played the character a bit more calmly mm-hmm. <clears throat> than I expected. Um. I appreciated that they just fucking got right to it. Yeah. I didn't have 30 yeah. minutes of backstory. Like, just get to the fight scenes. Like, well, that's what I'm here yeah. for. Like, they just get simpl- to they it. They definitely, they simplified the story. The story isn't anything, like, groundbreaking, you know. It's, but they, I, I, I it's like. It's Marvel. Like, you're yeah. not getting anything amazing. It, it's, it's, um. but I, I did like the flashing back. Generally, I'm not the, the hugest fan of flashbacks. I like, um, but I think it worked well in this. And. I think all the flashback stuff was so beautiful. Like it looked really, really nice, um, cinematography wise. And um, the thing that I really appreciate is that I, for the longest time, I feel like Hollywood's and they did this to Jackie Chan. They murdered his fight scenes because mm-hmm. they're so afraid of complex fight scenes yeah. or like letting a fight scene play out in one camera. There's they right. always want to cut it, and they did. They did a decent amount of cutting mm-hmm. in this, but they for the most part let a lot of those fight scenes play out or. We're, we're staying wide on it so you can see the action i i i appreciate a good like fast cut fight scene every once in a while but i i want to i want i think the fight scene itself should be what's exciting and thrilling not the way it's cut together mm-hmm. um and i think this did a good combination of the book of both of them mm-hmm. um which is why i was so like shocked that if if he did not um have training, have training prior have training. to prior to the getting ready for this film um yeah, so yeah, it was. I, I really appreciate allowing that to happen. And I'm interested to see. This makes me more interested now in seeing the Eternals because I feel like Marvel. Look, it's a Marvel film. There's a million things in it that are Marvel, but I do feel like they loosened the reins just ever so slightly, just enough to let the filmmaker really, you know, kind of put their mark on it a little bit. Um, the ending's the ending. There's nothing you can do about that. But I do feel like. Like they have this dragon at the ending, and I just loved how it flew and the physics of it all. I thought was done so beautifully and but so powerfully, and the rendering of it was obviously just amazing. And um, but I really appreciate that. So I'm really excited to see how long of a leash they gave, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but how how much freedom. Let me say it that way: how much freedom they gave Chloe Zhao Zhao, I think so. in her name, for the Eternals because she's a great filmmaker, obviously. So I'm interested to see how much freedom they gave her to kind of tell that story. Because that film looks really nice, too, in terms just from a cinematography standpoint. I think it's one of the prettier Marvel films, for sure. I'm a little concerned with Angelina Jolie in this. Yeah. I I don't... The scope of it is very, very big. So that makes me a little nervous. I love smaller films, you know? Like, this. why this film was so much better to me. It did have its Marvel ending, but I thought it married the worlds of being a smaller film with the bigness of marble that i do love you know because there is there is that bigness of marble that i do love i love seeing giant huge visual effects spectacles i, I enjoy that but i also like small stories and i think this i think that's why i like it so much is it because it married those two things so well i really like i'm more quality over quantity and yeah marvel is like the cheesecake factory menu of movies there's just always five thousand things going on at once and i just don't have the mental capacity to like care yeah. about all of it it's like you can't really yeah. invest in a character because they're focusing on literally 20 people and it, it just 
kind of flies by. And so I mm-hmm. like the smaller films and I like the smaller cast. The only thing I'm looking forward to in the Eternals is Barry, like, because he's just yeah. like been on my fucking radar and, and I'm excited when I see him. Yeah. I love, I, I'm like, so I don't know. I, I don't know it's what's happened to him. That they, for those people. The cast was just, it seems everywhere. And, yeah. But for me, Jolie was the one that I was like, really? Yeah. Like, look, maybe she'll do. She'll do well. I, I mean, don't like, know. Look, I haven't she, seen it. She but... can act. Like, she's not like... Yeah, she can, but that's the thing. But, but, that's uh... what frustrates me about her is I don't know if it's, like, parts that she chooses or what, but, like, one of my favorite movies with her is Gia. Like, she played the shit yeah. out of that character. But I also don't think it was very far from who she is. Yeah, so yeah. So, you know, she was in this, like, crazy, reckless, you know, uh, time in her life. And so it's like, oh, yeah, she's going to play Gina Karanji really well. But, you know, she... I don't know. I really liked her in that. I go back as far as like Foxfire with her in the yeah, 90s. Foxfire. I saw that like when I was in high I school. That. I watched that a billion times. And yeah. um, But she always gets the same like edgy bad girl. That was her thing yeah. at that time. And then her roles as she got older, I just didn't. I don't know. Like there was none of them that really blew me away. So I'm just I hope she does well. She's she's good in uh, Maleficent like Mm. that she she did well in that i I don't think i saw that i saw that and i thought you know she she did pretty well in that um so i I hope she does well just it just seems like a strange choice casting all these weird like combinations of people that yeah and then you have like kumail nanjiani who i love but it's just kind of like an odd choice uh and and I, i say this as someone who hasn't read the comics so i don't know how they look wise you know uh how they you know, if if the casting it correlates to their um, uh, comic book counterparts, so I can't speak to that. But yeah, just in terms of like uh, cast wise, and but it could be something that well, have, is intriguing. The thing that I really, for some reason, is drawn to is is I don't m- m- know the name of the character, but the guy that has the beams coming out of his eyes. In- the way that they executed that, what in in Eternals, the true because oh. the, the the trailer played the way they executed the 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 eye lasers or whatever um feels so good like it just it just i don't know there's just something about it that makes me like get excited you're so amped up today i yeah. don't know what happened is it was it all the chocolate chip cookies it's the chocolate chip cookies for sure it's the salt it's the sugar um yeah and, I, and I, I ran today so i like um i like i liked the film and what what me like what I like uh, what I can like about a Marvel film is usually these aspects of it. It's just this smaller scale, um, more fo- you know focusing more on 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 simplicity and perfection, which is perfecting the simplicity of that instead of just being so over the top all the time. I did like that. I th- again, like I said, the the choreography was amazing. First and foremost, it just they just did a really like I I was clenching my ass cheeks that whole time that they were on the building. It's like oh obviously God, yeah. this is green screened, and I know that, but just the way they the editing in that yeah. and just the choreography in that was just really nerve wracking, yeah. which was great. It was just edited obviously. so well that you can see the action, you can see what's yeah. happening versus yeah. trying to hide it all in cuts. And yeah, to your point, I think as strong as the story is, and as strong as as much as I liked it, I think you put you make bad choreography, and I think this film falls apart. Yeah, I and I don't want to say that the only thing holding this together is the choreography, but that okay, but like what holds together a kung fu movie? It's not the story; it's always the fighting. You know, so if you're gonna do, if you're gonna have martial arts, that has to be if the focus of these characters and the story is martial arts, like that has to be stellar first and foremost. This it's a one time 
one of the few times that the story can take the back seat mm-hmm. because I'm not there to really pay attention to an incredibly detailed story. Yeah. I want to see fight scenes. I want to see cool fight scenes. Yeah. And the good thing is, for at least for me anyway, none of the fight scenes felt forced. No. You know what I mean? It kind of felt like it was like... It was like, like, a, like a dance with them. Yeah. Well, that, but also like in terms of the story, like it never felt like, okay, we're going to go to this place so we can fight these... Right. You know what I mean? Like it just kind of felt like a natural evolution of the story. As simple as that story may be... Well, I mean, they were in a fight club, so yeah. you kind of saw like, Yeah. Like, but but it's like yeah that makes sense that you know these that, that I didn't think it would be outside of the Fight Club though I'll say that I mean mm-hmm. I thought it would take place in the Fight Club so I didn't expect the whole you know scaffolding thing to you know I didn't see that coming I yeah. guess um, Ben Kingsley's character was just so funny <laughs> so good he's not in it for very long yeah. uh, Kevin comparatively um, but he's he he just kings lead out in the best way so you know, he's good. he's another actor that also has a very distinctive voice mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so it's difficult to not picture him in other things that i've seen him in when i think of him i think of house of sand and fog and shutter island and just this yeah, very yeah. sophisticated british yeah he you know could like, do anything but this is the very f- underrated the, the first time that i saw him really be funny i yeah. but, like that's not always feasible when you have a very distinctive voice like that because it's hard to break away from it so Mm -hmm. i still always knew that it was ben kingsley but he just his comedic timing is much better than i would have ever given him credit for because i don't get to see well he did did this character in iron man 2 so it was um, i i don't yeah i know (laughs) whatever i i i may have watched iron man 2 i'm pretty sure i've seen all of them but uh that like his character was really funny uh for me the best thing about this was just morris like yeah Morris was Morris. Pretty... Um, I I disagree that it's a, a pig chicken though. I don't know how that's not a bear eagle. It's definitely more of a bear eagle. Yeah. Um, but Morris. So is, is this the great great fantastic. debate of the film? Pig Whether chicken pig versus chicken? bear eagle. It's well, he looks nothing like a pig at all. Yeah. And his feathers don't look anything like a chicken. They're to me they were more. Uh, well, obviously you know chicken is bird like obviously yeah. bird, but it, it looked to me more like in like. Um, a falcon. Right. It's a bear falcon. A bear That's falcon? exactly what it looked like. Okay. It's a balcon. Okay. <laughs> okay. Pig chicken. Or a fair. Big chicken. I I can't do with pig chicken, but yeah. uh, it was more of like a bear falcon. And yeah. uh, Morris was just. I just. I want that thing to be real so badly. Yeah. It was adorbs. Yeah. Um. I unpopular opinion. I actually didn't like the third act. It was just yeah. too much for me. It yeah. went on for way too long. And I have a thing about human beings flying on the backs of mythical creatures. If it's not never-ending story, <laughs> just don't do it. It yeah. never looks right. It didn't look right in Game of Thrones. Yeah. It just doesn't look right. It looks weird. And how are you hanging on? They're mm-hmm. just simply sitting, just casually sitting on this weird, uh, you know, flying unicorn dinosaur dragon thing. And when you when when they're showing the actual movement of the creature. This fucker is zigzagging like there's no tomorrow. But when they would cl- have a close-up of the actual characters on it, barely moving. Yeah. Because obviously, how is this thing going to be zigzagging if they're not even like harnessed in? Mm. We don't even, they're not even grabbing onto a feather or not. Like, I don't, there was just nothing. They just seemed to be just chillaxing on top of this dragon and not really tethered to it in any way and i note it was driving me crazy because every time they would cut away and it was like a wider shot that thing was just going ham in the air yeah 
And then as soon as there was a close-up of them, it was just like, oh, I'm sitting yeah. here by the pool having yeah. some iced tea. That was a little like, come on, like just that, just get off it. <laughs> just get yeah. off the dragon and let it do, do its thing. Um, the the big monster guy that was like slimy with the no evil, eyes or the whatever. The evil one at the end that they fought that one. No, it was like the, I don't know. It had like a big gaping mouth. Yeah, that the like, dragon fought. Sure, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. There was, that's, it was sucking the souls out of the dragon. Fighting so many things, I couldn't pay attention. Yeah. Um, that thing looked beautiful. I thought that the CG work was uh, really good. Uh, Andrew actually didn't care for all the CG work. He thought some of it was shoddy. Mm. I was like, ah, I thought it looked really good. Um, I've seen much worse. Yeah. I thought well, that, that that was nicely done. But... Let him know that we're no longer friends. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but it just, like it. It, it went on too long mm, for me. Interesting. And um, this switch of like, th- this person was literally trying to kill you through the entire film. And then all of a sudden it was like, we're on the same side. I was like, really? Are you though? I don't know. That seemed a little bit weird to me. Like that all of a sudden it was like, oh yeah, okay, we'll, we'll be friends now. Even mm. though you were trying to kill me through three quarters of this film. Well, I mean... Well, yeah, that's kind of like a mercenary thing, you know, if you're like, you just kill for whoever pays yeah, you the sure, most. Sure, but it's just, I don't know. It's just, uh, maybe I'm I'm too I'm too grudgy for that. Mm. I would have been like, fuck you. But yeah, you, you have to, you know, work together or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that's why for me, I, this film would have benefited from like another half hour. But um, another half hour. Oh, yeah. I could have taken another half hour of this film. Easily. Of, the, of the third act? Of any, any of it, to be honest, but... Because, no. Mm. I had one kind of major um, storyline gripe in, in the characters. Um, I hated their father, and I didn't feel that his sacrificing himself was redeeming in any way. I felt like that's the fucking least you could do, was sacrifice <laughs> yourself after all of the shit that you've put these kids through. Yeah. I didn't like his character in anyway and um i i feel like maybe they didn't care for you to like him but usually there has to be a redeeming quality to a villain that's you know they try to when when you're like a villain but not a villain he wasn't straight up villain he was like right he was heartbroken and so yeah, he became yeah. this hardened person and you know but there was to me even to the very end i was like i feel nothing for this man especially because I found his misogyny to be so blatant. He had such favoritism for his son. And his daughter was just like this big piece of shit. And of course, at the end, they're like, okay, so she's now leading the empire. But maybe that's what it was for me. Whereas like the whole time that even when he was trying to be, I don't know, just trying to explain himself. I was just like, you're an asshole. Like, why are you only explaining yourself to him? Yeah. Like, you owe that explanation yeah. to both of your children. Yeah. And I just felt like he was a misogynistic dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't the like redemption thing, all. I was like, yeah, you can, you can, like, I don't really care for that part either. Uh, because you, I don't feel like, I don't feel but, like, like, did I don't, you not find the favoritism so blatant? Like, but I think, but I feel like that's what um, made him not a good person. Yeah, but you know I, I, mean? I felt like, especially with a Marvel movie and the way they were, they were really towing the line with how much of a villain he was. I felt like his sacrificing himself, the the intention in the writing was for the audience to be like, oh, but in the end he did the right thing for his son, and I was like, I am not getting any. I have no feels. That's not hitting me in the feels at all. I, yeah. I, I don't like this guy. First of all, you almost got everybody killed. 
acting up, acting a damn fool. <laughs> you almost got everybody killed. And so, yeah, you throw yourself in front of this thing and you save your son. I am not sure he would have done that if that was his daughter standing there. I don't think that he would have oh, sacrificed sure not, himself yeah. for her. And I'm yeah. like, the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I also didn't care for the cameos at the end. Oh, no? Well, they, they got to, you know, introduce it into the bigger universe, you know? Yeah, but you already know that's going into because you've yeah. seen the rings and shit. And well, it's interesting. Well, it sets up it, it sets up a lot because there's the implication that you know this uh, signal that was sent out when he used the rings is is signaling something, and what is it? You know, and it's mm-hmm. going to lead to what is becoming you know building up towards the end of the phase four. So okay, um, I don't know. I thought it was good. I mean, it was for what it is. It was entertaining enough mm-hmm. um but i was more like first and second act i liked the fighting and stuff yeah. for me definitely the first act of just between the bus scene and the building scene those to me were the best uh the best fight scenes and it's yeah. worth fight scene wise yeah the first first couple were so good i, I, I didn't not really fight scenes in the third act yeah it's, those were just big battle scenes war. really yeah. yeah it was more of like a war I, but i did appreciate for me the fight scenes weren't as good because they weren't one-on-one necessarily. They were just big battle scenes, but I just loved how they integrated the CG work into into it all. So fun, fun times. Yeah. So hopefully we didn't get the Delta while we watched it. Jesus. <laughs> you know, so what? Well, that's it for this week. Yeah. What's going on next week? I don't know. Who the hell knows? <laughs> Something's going on. I don't know. We'll We're figure We're going to be out. here blabbering about some stuff we watched. We'll figure it out. Um, if you have something that you think we should watch, let us know. Yeah, Maybe man, let's we'll watch some. Let's watch some. Let's watch some. Uh, let's watch some films. Send us your films. We will watch them, guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, you're very busy lately. You have so much shit going on, and now you just took on a humongous job. We just finished talking about this last week. Mm-hmm. Last week, mm-hmm. we just finished talking about your yeah. obsessive work ethic, yeah. and then you took on a massive job. Uh, however. Um, Assuming for for our um, New York folk, uh, hopefully your basement is not flooded or destroyed. Uh, our crawl space had about two feet of water in it, and we now have about six thousand dollars worth of damage that we have to repair there. Mm-hmm. So this was one of the times where big job was like, yeah, we kind of need big job because we're gonna need to do uh, we need to pay up for all of these repairs. Yep. Which your insurance does not cover. No, Yay. Um, but yeah, it's just cruel irony for me that I was like, you really need to just focus on what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. You got to get this film out here. And then we've got two films that have to be dropped. And then literally the day that are the night of the day that our um, crawl space flooded, you got this huge job. So it was like, yeah. all right, well, hopefully we'll have those done by December. <laughs> yeah. At some point. It's always something. Always something. Anyhow, uh, we'll have the link for MoGraph, so do check that out. We had some good convos with those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have their, their Camp MoGraph uh, coming up. They do. This week, so yeah. So stay tuned. See you next week. Bye. We love you.